Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Welcome to the Pete and Sebastian Show. I got to tell you, not only are we together for the first time in a while, which I think this is going to be a regular thing. Love it, bro. I think we're like, I think we're ditching the the remote thing to break the studio down at home and bring the equipment back. (laughs) I'll sell the cameras from home. I'll pay for the next couple of flights out here. Done. So we, we not only did five podcasts in one day yesterday, but we... We're live on a remote, bro. This is taking me back to late 90s when you had to go do radio for the clubs. Right. And you remember, like, hey, they're doing a remote on Friday from Walmart parking uh, lot, right? Yeah. They were set up under a tent and, and whatnot. Yeah. We're at Walmart. We're here at the cheese store in Beverly Hills right. having a beautiful, and it's, what, 10 o'clock hey, in yeah. the morning? I got a glass of wine sitting right in front of me. I know you're not a wine guy, right? right? Yeah. You're more of a beer guy. Right. And we got some beautiful cheeses and some meats and bread, little wafers. What's your take on having a glass of wine at 10 o'clock in the morning in this environment? Now, if I if if I had a glass of wine before we came here at my house, you'd be like, guy, right. what are you doing? Problem. Right? I have a problem. You got a yeah. problem. Right. But since we're at the cheese store, and this is kind of what this place is all about, is it okay to indulge in a glass of wine at 10 o'clock in the morning if you're, say, in the Amalfi Coast, or you're in an environment that would suggest, have a glass? It's, it's, I, it's, you're supposed to, really, right? I mean... Some wine, sir? Thank I, you. Excuse me. There you go. Now... You love wine. I, I think it's so cool, people that love wine. It's a cool, classy thing. Like, like right now, if you just sipped a beer, you'd look like a loser. <laughs> but because, of, because it's a red wine, it's like, it's like people at home are watching this going, I should drink more red wine, you know? I, I, I think so. And you being Italian, right. I'm surprised you haven't adopted the the wine as part of your repertoire of, of, of alcoholic. Beverage. I even tried because I've been reading all that since I threw on my back about eating properly and stuff. And a big thing they say, a glass or two of red wine at night is, is actually good for you. And I know you've heard that too. Yeah. So one night I said to Jackie, I'm going to start doing that. And I sat down to watch TV with her and I had my red wine with me and watching Yellowstone and I mean, after three sips, I'm like, I want a cup of coffee. What are we doing? I'm fucking drinking red wine, watching Kevin Costner act, you know? So I, it's like, it has to be all, either you have to live in Italy or you have to have all this stuff in front of you. You have to be hanging out with someone like you. Like, you're very authentically Italian. It all brings it together. Look at you, are eating meat at 10 a.m. with the thing. <laughs> Dude, if you have a heart attack right now, I got to still do another 45 minutes. I might. I might. But all right. I'm trying. Take a sip. Here, cheers. Oh, I love the smell. Yeah. Cheers, bro. To, to a, uh, a to wonderful week. Happiness. Cheers, guys. Thanks for, Cheers. Uh, for joining us here. To the, the, uh, to the death the... of the anaconda that had to go down so Fisk could have the boots he's wearing right now. Rest in peace. We're going to get this later, and I haven't seen this since, mm, I'm going to say 89, 89.90. My wine is accidentally chilled. Not accidentally chills. It's purposely chilled. I right? never heard a cold red wine yeah, before. Yeah, you serve it slightly chilled at about a fifty-eight degree temperature. Who decides? Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. 
seriously though. <laughs> who who said no 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 this has to be fifty eight? And everyone goes, Tony said fifty eight. Just like seventy two degrees is supposed to be what your room is set to as as, as a temperature, right? So, oh god, um, that is so good. I'm glad you're enjoying the uh, the festivities here. I want to talk about not only the Atacanda boots, but the last time you seen anyone wear a bolo tie. What? Oh. <laughs> I know, bro. It's a look, bro. I don't. That, like, what are you going to a Mexican wedding? <laughs> what would they even wear that thing, bro? Oh. And wow. it, what do you call it? A, isn't it a bolo tie? Yeah. A bolo tie. A bolo tie. You are one of a kind, Fist. You really are, man. So what did you want to get into? You I wanted something. to ask you. Yeah. Mm. So I'm staying over at Sebastian's, you know, and I'm waking up this morning in this beautiful guest house. And the big thing I want to say about California is if you've never experienced a morning in California, it's it, it's like, you know, right up there with, as they say, seeing the uh, Aurora Borealis, wherever you go to see that in the sky. A, a California morning is like magical. Yeah. Even when I lived here, it was. It was like I was excited to get up early just to experience it. It's, it's just perfect, right? And then we come here, and Dom is so nice, and the trip has been so nice, and California is so beautiful, and the people really are all so nice out here, the guests we've had on. And it got me wondering now, at this point in your life, do you consider yourself, at your core, at this point in your life, more of a, Cal I don't know how you say it, Californian or a Illinois, Chicago guy still? Because it's like, you've been here quite a while now. You've really kind of... yeah. Great question. I've often thought about this, um, I, and I don't know why I'm holding this like Bruce Springsteen right now. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to start tapping your leg. Yeah. But so I've lived here now a little, a little over half of my life, right? So I've been in California longer than I've been in Chicago. Obviously, I got roots in Chicago. I was born there. I got my family there, or, or my father there. I got friends and family what have you but i don't know i i think at this point i've really gotten involved with the you know the, the culture of los angeles from not only having a home here and having kids here but you know we went on a hike uh, the other day you kind of integrate yourself with like the environment the the topography if you will by yeah. the way it was yeah. the last time you guys heard the podcast. Right. I'm not even I'm sure that was used right. Uh, I mean, you integrate yourself with the topography. <laughs> That's the problem with me sometimes. I got the words. I just don't know how to organize them in a sentence. Well, you just like the sound of a word. And you're like, how can I use that? I just want to say it. I want to have a reason to say it. Go be an architect if you want to use topography. I, I think. But you also carry yourself. Californian now. There's a laid back inness to you, combined with the, you know, you're still the roots of where you're from. Like I feel like when I think of California, I think of people like you and your wife. I do, and uh, and not and not in the good ways, in the good ways, man. Not not like. Yeah, I think uh, California's Cal a wonderful state that you know only the uh, political side of it so it seems to be a train wreck but when i get into that but yeah. it's just like a, it's just an, it's like it's so obvious if you've ever been here you know why people come here in flocks it's just stunning and awesome well it's funny that the california of the the you know the 50s and 60s you know i can't even imagine how gorgeous that was that's what i'm saying it's like it was so beautiful and so well run the school system was you know top notch and now we're on the bottom as bad as California still is as a state, you know, there are still a lot of people, you know, immigrating here from other parts of the country. Not yeah. maybe as much as they used to because of, uh, you know, to mention, you know, the, the politics and whatnot, that right. the, the infrastructure of the city is basically falling apart. The roads, right. the... Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, taxes and all that, but yeah, yeah. like, you know, even and the weather, it's like, you know, living where I live and, you know, living where you grew up, you like, you're going to have a party in the summertime. But for two weeks ahead of time, you're checking the weather every day, and you go, "Oh, it's raining a week before our party. That's a good thing because if it's raining now, what are the odds of it raining then?" Then, like, you ever throwing a party in the summertime in the East Coast? 
you talk about the sky, you're like, nah, I think those are going to buy those clouds. <laughs> if you look, they're blowing right, right? Like, you take, you're so stressed about the weather. And you come to California, every day you wake up, it's like, perfect. Ta-da! <laughs> every day. Every day. I mean, Florida hot as shit most days. Some days are perfect, but here, yeah. So anyway, I get it all. I get it all, man. California is a beautiful state. Um, of course. But- Eating cheese and by, by the bread way, and wine, so I could be, I, t- I could tell you the fine points of fucking Newark, New Jersey, right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a good mood. Uh, Give me a take on the bread. What are you tasting on the bread that you're like, oh, all right, this is kind of unique. A little salt, yes, which I like. I think it does add a little, little different. Yeah, Just the, a, we'll get the name of the um, baker who bakes this bread for Dom. Baked fresh every day and. And some of you are wondering, why the hell are you at Dom's eating cheese and wine and what have you? Dom and I met about, like I said, 12 years ago on the Instagram Live and uh, became fast friends from New York, has a definite passion for food, and just a really nice guy, a really great friend. And I've always kind of supported Dom just because I love his products and love coming in here and getting cheese and, and wine and what have you. And He's got a great catering um, wing of his business where they've done some of our parties and whatnot. So I figured it'd be a little different for us to come on in here, see him, congratulate him on his uh, on his uh, grand opening of the cheese store here in Beverly Hills, and indulge in some of the finer things in life, like some cheese and, uh, and, and provisions, if you will. By the way, I threw provisions in there, and I don't necessarily know what that means. I think it's... Uh, we could look this guy up, guys. Provisions. I think it's. Um, what do you think it means? I think it means things that you need. Necessities. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Things that are provided. These are provided. I thought provisions were like. Um, These are the provisions, like you got, <laughs> like, no, like no. you're gonna need. This might be the wrong word. What about provisions? You do. Does your Google work? <laughs> I go look up provisions, right? And then I go, he goes, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that I provide. Didn't even fucking look it up. Can you also Google or Dr. Go, whichever you're more comfortable with? <laughs> uh, the legalities of uh, poaching anacondas. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I don't even know. Like you said before, bro, I don't even know if what he's wearing is legal. And so it's, it's a nice boot. And I, to be honest with it you, nice when, when it comes to boots, oh, yeah. It's a problem I got. Are you a boot guy? Like, would you wear a pair of boots? Not necessarily an anaconda reptile version, right. but well, that style boot. I it's interesting you say that. I wouldn't in my everyday lifestyle, but I had mentioned to you last night. This summer we're going on this trip to Montana to this uh, high end dude ranch where you ride horses a lot and stuff. And one of the things they need you to bring is your own cowboy boots. All right. Now I don't have cowboy boots, so I, the only reason I told you it was high end. Because I was going to buy a pair. I found a pair online for $65, their pleather. And Jackie goes, you're going to go to this nice uh, dude ranch and walk around in these ugly boots, the cheap boots. You're going to look like an idiot. And I'm like, I'm never going to wear them again. And she's like, but for that week, Pete, it's a nice place. You're going to look like an idiot. Dude, the cheapest cowboy boot I can find is like 250 for a decent cowboy boot. I can't imagine how much you pay for those. What are the anacondas? And you're are? a size 14. Those are two anacondas. Here's <laughs> my take on that. Yeah. Spend the extra $200. Get yourself a nice boot. You want to be warm. You know, it's like going to a nice hotel and sleeping on an air mattress, it right? Is. It is. So, I know. So go get the boot. Use them for a week. And then now you have them. And then when, when you go again, maybe in two or three years, you got the boot. The problem I got with the boot, and I didn't ask you to take it off. <laughs> oh, we got cheese. We got food. Uh, we got food on the table. Look at the size of that. My God, yeah. that was a big anaconda. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, the that's one that was in the J Lo movie. <laughs> that's the one they had to kill for you. Good movie, by the way. There's a recommendation for you. Anaconda, John Voight, J Lo. Never saw it. Oh, you never saw Anaconda. Uh, Ice Cube, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Stacked. No. It was good. Oh, it was very entertaining. You should watch it on a movie screen in your house. You'd like it. It's, it's a big screen movie. Right. Like, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll take Anaconda. that in over the summer. It was you who brought that snake. You brought the devil. That's the devil inside everyone.
All right. So what were you saying about the boot? What I don't like about a boot. It's there. There's a there's a big space between the front of your leg and the back of your leg. It's like you know your your yeah. leg is moving and touching each each part of the boot, which right. I feel like I needed a little bit more secure to my my leg. Right, right. And kind of sock do you wear with a boot like that? Do you wear a thick, almost ski sock right. to fill it out? Right. Or, and I think you had like a dress sock on. What about like in a movie, I'll see like, you know, a cowboy jump, take his pants with a romantic movie, with his jeans and boots off and jump in a river with a lady or something. And then he puts his boot back on barefoot with, with a wet foot, by the way. That's like, I can't imagine how long it would take to get that off at the end of the day. Have you ever gone barefoot in the Anaconda? Great for the Anaconda, but the guy who sold these to me said you should put these on and never take. That's he's like these boots will last you for forty years. Never need to not wear. Wow, man! He's actually making me want to get a pair of boots. No, he wears them well. He wears them well. It's like I'm telling you, you are such an enigma. Your whole look, isn't it? You see him on the street of Beverly Hills again. Could be a record producer. Could be mentally ill. Such a cool look, man. No, and we'll post a picture of uh, Fists on the uh, on the on the Instagram, so you could actually get a, a taste of what the fuck we're looking at over here. Um, so last night, I want to get into last night's activity. We we came off the five podcast. We uh, we had a little breather. I put my kids to bed, and then we met outside. We had a little drink, and then we went to the comedy store, right, to do a set. Now, and I feel responsible for this, and I told you I'll take care of it, but you were supposed to get paid last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get your take on this. It was like 500 bones, right? It was 500? All right. So when you're going to go get paid, they, they said, I'll Venmo you. Now, this, this is what I got a problem with. This Venmo, and I know a lot of you guys out there use Venmo or any type of cash exchanging app, right? And this is why I like cash so much, because the people that are responsible for paying you could pass away today, right? Right. Then what? Right. How do you get the money? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Say, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying we totally right. disregard the death. If he did pass right? away, I'm going to the wake and I'm going to fondle through his jean pockets <laughs> when no one's looking. And if there's nothing in there, I'm taking the necklace off. I'm all right out of the coffin. And the wife goes, "What are you talking about? Your husband owed me five hundred bucks. I'm sorry." <laughs> no, but yeah. I don't like this Venmo. Like Lana does it all the time. Like, oh, she's gonna Venmo me. Well, what? Yeah. What, what do you mean Venmo you? What do you got, like a, a, a list of people who need to Venmo right, you right. the money? And I don't even know, like, what, what do you do? Send a request to somebody, and they said, and then, but still, it's it's like cash is is king still in, 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 my, in my world, I right? I agree. Like, do you have cash on you right now? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so, so yeah. You, and, and do you know how much you got on you? Over a hundred. Not a ton, but... Do you know the denominations that... that do you have 20s, 5, 1s? Uh, I actually have 6 20s. See? Yeah. He knows it. Do you guys know how much cash you got on it? This looks like he doesn't even use money. Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got other means, right? Um, if we ask him to count his money, like a... though, which boot do you have to take off? <laughs> right? He's got, like, a wad under his boot. But... The other thing, to your point with the Venmo, I didn't even ask to get paid. He came up to me, and he goes, oh, what's your Venmo number? And I, I, he goes, you have Venmo? And I go, no. He goes, do you have PayPal? And I'm like, no. And then I go, oh, wait, I've used PayPal, like, on my computer. And he goes, okay, so just, uh, I'll have PayPal. But, like, if I did have Venmo, right, why, why can't you do it right, how, right now? How come Venmo and PayPal is always done later? It's like, yeah. just do it. If you're going to give me the cash right now, just Venmo me right yeah. now. So you, go, go look, I'm Venmo. <laughs> it extends the relationship. Now I have I have a relationship with this guy that's going to last till I get my 500 bucks. Yeah. It could have ended last <laughs> night. I could have never had to talk to him again last night. Now, you got to talk to him for me. Yeah, now, now, I got to put in a call. Now, how, here's another question. What's the appropriate amount of time for you to wait 
for your Venmo to hit your account? Like, how long? Right. Now, is it a day, two days? When do you go, okay, give the guy a call. I haven't received my Venmo yet. Right. What do you think is an appropriate amount of time for this guy to collect his funds and send them to you? Like, when are you... Honestly, when are you, when and are you, I'm not trying to be funny, Yeah. noon the next day. So before before noon, an hour and a half, if yeah, you don't I, get the I'm money. Yeah, because I'm assuming if he's a late sleeper, I'll give you that. So then okay. you wake up, pour coffee, and fucking PayPal me. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? It is my take. Wouldn't you? I know, as a man, you owe somebody money. I, I can't even sleep. I'm rolling over in bed if I owe a man money. I can't even sleep until I pay him. I don't like anything being held over my head. I'm with you. If mm -hmm. I had to Venmo somebody, I'd Venmo them right there. My 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 take on this is: if you got to Venmo somebody and you ain't getting it right away, they don't got it. Eh? The guy don't got it. Yeah, he's yeah. waiting to get it from somebody else so he can give it to you. So I feel like people who are Venmoing people a lot are. It's almost like a. What do they call it? Like, like a Ponzi scheme. Mm -hmm. They're taking from one to give to another, mm -hmm. right? So, oh, yeah. so now when you get paid, I bet somebody else is going to be waiting for a Venmo from this guy, right? Right. Yeah, just keeping the train going, almost like uh, you know when someone keeps passing along a Home Depot gift card or something. Cash <laughs> you, has value. You're holding it in your hand. Everything else is just uh, not as real, not as like believable. You know, like it's like boom, you go like this. Hey, man. Thanks for coming. 500 bucks. Boom. Yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> and you were more mad than me about the Venmo. Not about because because I told you about the gig. Mm -hmm. So it reflects on me. It's like if you tell me about something and I go and I do my thing and I walk out, I feel like it's a bad reflection on me that I brought you there and you didn't get your money. But if it, within the next 36 to 48 hours, if you don't, get it right. let uh, me know uh, and then right. this this man will disappear off I, the face I, of the earth <laughs> well he wants his money give him his money and let us just get the fuck out of here hey, fuck him i will say this too it wasn't a seat in the house too so you obviously made what you wanted to make financially it's not like you know i, I hate when back in the day you do that gig and <laughs> and they they didn't the show didn't do as well as they had hoped it did and it wasn't like they were expecting them to come to see me it was before i was you know known at all but still they were hoping for a bigger show and you ever go when they go to pay in, they start going, yeah, no, we just expected bigger numbers. But when the Knicks made the playoffs, that, that, that kind of messed up. Yeah, yeah. And you feel like the more they're talking, they're hoping you're going to go, you know what, just give me a couple hundred less. Yeah. But you're, but you're like, in your head, you're like, stay strong. It's not my problem. Stay strong. Yeah. Yeah. I just stay quiet and just, you know, give yeah. me what was owed and <laughs> you deal with it. They, <laughs> exactly. It's like a restaurant. They didn't come in, you know, they didn't come in. Uh, believe me, these fucking people are making money, these, these clubs. They got they got food and beverage tabs. It's like comedy clubs essentially are a, a nightclub bar with you know instead of background music, there's it's comedy. Yeah. Right? So they're making the money there. The place was packed Tuesday night. It's the same thing with the comedy cellar in New York City. The, it's a tourist attraction. Like you gotta go if you're going like the way you'd go see the Eiffel Tower in Paris. You come to L.A., you gotta go to the comedy store one night. Mm -hmm. Sebastian Maniscalco may stop in. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Have you ever run into Dice? Since I mean, I know you opened for him years ago, but have you ever run into him like uh, for not comedy recent, club? Not recent. The last time I saw Dice Clay was at um, he's at his son. His son was a still is in a band. He invited me to go see him play out at this bar. I think that's the last time I saw Dice. Um, but he used to hang around in the comedy store all the time. So it's it's funny how the comedy store has changed over the years. Where you know, like Bill Burr was saying on our podcast when. We started out there in 1998. The place was, I thought the place was going to close. You know, you'd have, you just had like guys who are in their 50s, 60s that never made it hanging out there and, you know, hoping to still be discovered and whatnot. So I, I, and Mitzi was in on decline health. But now it's like, I'd say over the last six or seven years, it's as a resurrection. And every night you go there, it's packed. Like you said, Tuesday night, it's the, the room was full. And they got three rooms like that. Did you, then, go, did you go in the other rooms last night? Not last night, I didn't, but I could I could see they were packed. But then, like, when we were driving home, it seemed so quiet on Sunset, right? We were on Sunset there. And it was so weird. It was almost like I felt like everybody was in the whole Hollywood is that, was at the store, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that place is packed. The rest of the streets are, are dead, quiet, empty. Funny, too. When I first moved out in 98, 
that street, Sunset Boulevard, used to be a cruising street where cars used to like bumper to bumper, but like people used to have you know, cars that kind of went up and down and loud music. Yeah. And they shut that down. City of West Hollywood said, we're done with it. And and not since then, it's been like a like a ghost town. Wow. Like Sunset Boulevard, when you heard it, before I even came out here, I go, oh, that's where all the nightclubs are. That's all the nightlife. And yeah, there's like clubs here and there, but nothing like it used to be. Yeah, no, I remember 20 years ago coming out here with Brewer one time for something and, and Sunset, like there was the Mondrian Hotel had that crazy Sky club. Bar. Sky Bar. Yeah. And there was a diner that was a train car across the street that was always packed to eat. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's still there. The hot dog oh, drink. it is? Yeah. And, and like you said, CNB scene, just drive up and down that strip, walk up and down there, and that's not, even on Saturday nights, that's not like that anymore? No, it's just, I don't know, it's just more of a kind of a mellower vibe. Good morning, class. My name is Mr. Vetter. Today we will be learning how not to pronounce certain words. This is the great Pete Corielli. So, like, if Lana hypothetically is in a dentist's office looking at a People magazine, there's Jamie Foxx doing flips off a yacht in St. Tropez. Does she think she could be on that yacht right there? <laughs> St. Tropez. <laughs> right, bro? We got a reader. I read my People magazine photos. <laughs> they don't even know. San Tropez. Tropez. Oh, oh, that's not how you say it. Saint Tropez. Shit. Saint Tropez. That's oh, how it reads wow. on the thing. No. We got a reader, but what we really need is a speaker. Ray Liotta, I think, towards the you know, latter years of his life, was doing uh, what's that? What's that commercial? Zant. Uh, oh, we've talked uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Zantex. It's called Chantix, and it couldn't save him. So a dentist one time, they put you in a machine that it clasps the sides of your head. Petey, why so many S's? Are you calling a cat? On my, uh, you know, what do you call it, Bluetooth? Phenomenal. I don't even need to see the class. Just the audio alone, I'm learning, gaining lot knowledge. Pete is trying to say that he is gaining knowledge while we, the listeners, are losing it. I want us to be number one in Iran. I want people to be <laughs> sipping on... A Turkish coffee in Iran, just listening to us in Iranian, bro. In Iranian, like it's Patrick. Can it's we Persian? Can we... It's Persian. But... That's oh the my language. god, bro! What do you Google today? Holy shit, you're all over me, bro. No, I mean Jesus. The Saint Tropez, you speak, you speak the Iranian. I mean, you god. sound like you summertime, sound like... bro. School's over. School's over. What? <laughs> you sound like a dock worker. Oh. <laughs> this guy spoke Iranian. All right, I do. I do sound like a doc worker. I'm aware of that. It's called uh, Sunni Sunni education, right? <laughs> Sunni Fredonia. What the fuck, dude? Bro, what about a one-man show like an Eric Bogosian, John Leguizamo? <laughs> Leguizamo, wow. <laughs> Leguizamo. Leguizamo, <laughs> the Italian version. <laughs> well, at least he got Eric Bogosian correct. I always tell my wife when I go home, I talk to the MC more. I like the MC more and more. Sometimes less is more. Sebastian, show Pete how it's done integrate yourself with like the environment the the topography if you will by yeah. the way it was yeah. the last time you guys heard the podcast right. i'm not even I'm sure that podcast. was used right <laughs> uh, i mean you integrate yourself with the topography that's the problem with me sometimes i got the words i just don't know how to organize what? them in a sentence well you just like the sound of a word you're like how can i use that i just want to <laughs> say it i want to have a reason to say it That's it for today. I'm fake Eddie Vedder. Class dismissed. The Pete and Sebastian Show. I remember coming out here in 98. I had a Plymouth Laser. Uh, 1991 Plymouth Laser Red I drove out here and I knew a girl 
through a family friend. Her name was Diana, and she's like, "You want to go to Sky Bar tonight?" I go, and I and I knew I I couldn't get in. I knew it was like the hottest club in the in the city. I go, "Yeah, no, let's go." So I pull up. This I got no money, right? But yeah, I'm with this girl, and huh? She was more of a friend than anything else. She wasn't any. Right, right. But you know, you wanna you, you, when you go out with a girl, friend or not, you want a valet, right? It's not like you're gonna look for parking on Sunset and then walk up the hill, you know? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know that. That's like crazy to do. Well, I mean, it's not crazy. Well, if you but go, like, baby, you stay. What if you dropped her off up there? And oh, <laughs> if I dropped her off in front of the sky bar. She'd get, she'd probably get picked up, and I didn't, wouldn't see her the rest of my life. <laughs> so I go, yeah, no, valet. I got out of this. This is the first time this ever happened. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I got out, and the guy must have looked at me up and down the valet guy, and he goes, uh, "You want to guess list? Like, you, you know, like, like I, I entered, like I entered a." <laughs> like a different neighborhood and i and i was from another neighbor you know yeah, like this, this yeah. is the way i was treating me right i go uh nah nah he goes <laughs> <laughs> the girl is outside the car with me you know like, like she's getting out too and this guy's he goes uh if you ain't on the guest list you better get back in your car right now save, save yourself the aggravation and i go uh, oh okay i said uh Deanna, <laughs> can you get back in? <laughs> no. Oh my god! If this happened it's to you, the valet's telling you it's like going to a hotel. You have a reservation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm not. I was getting turned down before the bouncer. Right? <laughs> it's not even his decision. <laughs> so. Oh man! My question to you is: In that, if that happened to you, and you were with a girl, and you were just, you know, new to a town, maybe trying to impress the girl, or what have you, would you try to get in the bar if the guy said that, or would you get back in the car and leave? I, no, I, I, I mean, I'm laughing. I'm doing exactly what you do. What you say? Your name is Diana. But here's the thing: He didn't know you, meet you, nothing. So this, this is on sight. Oh. <laughs> This is 100% physical appearance. <laughs> this is, I'm coming straight from Chicago to L.A., right? So at the huh? time, right, <laughs> I got sideburns like Elvis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, got, I got, like, Giorgio Brutini <laughs> slip-ons with, like, uh, uh, like gerbo pants and, like, a, like a snakeskin shirt, right? Like, this is the outfit. Like, I literally fell out of a nightclub in Chicago and tried to get into L.A. And he was like, bro, this, this ain't, oh you, you, you don't fit in, bro. And it's just so funny, you know, because, like, in Chicago, you're probably moving and shaking, right? Well, yeah. well you think, you think, and, and, and I thought, before I met Lana, and this is a shame, when I look back and see what I was wearing and, and what I look like, well, and you met Jackie younger, so I don't think you had time to even find your own like style, right? No, I, and for the short time when I was, I look at photos when I was just getting to know Jackie, and right before that, it was bad, you know. But like you said, then I got her, and she got involved. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like. By the way, I'm going to ask you this because because I we talked about this yesterday off air. Okay. Are you sweating? <laughs> Right now? Did it get warm in here? No. Huh? I just got, bro, I'm seeing, because I, I, I tell you, I was looking at Bill Burr's head yesterday during the first 10 minutes of the podcast, because I was sweating. And I was like, oh, shit, is he shining? Is he getting damp? Right? And I'm looking at your head right here on the top left corner, and I'm seeing a little reflection of the light due to some some dew, right? I No. You're not hot at all? No. I, I just got fucking hot bro hot. You, know, you, know, you know what it might be i think you're getting hot flashes like a suburban housewife it's meat i'm getting early meat sweats bro do you think bro you got you're so tony soprano as you get older i love it dude the way you okay anyway, <laughs> i don't think i've ever had caffeine 
this close to wine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I just yeah. had my morning coffee yeah. and a glass of wine, <laughs> and I'm drenched, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're never gonna. We we got a lot of interviews to go today, but I don't know if we can get the camera on. I don't want to. You know, Don went out of his way here, but you know, I mean, it has to be addressed. I think we're inhaling carbon. Yeah. Di- no, no, there, what is a, it when you have um? waste and then what's the gas that's made it's a sulfur 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 yeah we're getting sulfur dioxide poisoning i think too because we're a little surprised that i knew that no what's with you and all the words and like i know but like i I was surprised that 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 came out of my mouth because i was surprised i actually recalled something yeah we're sitting next to a sewage sub pump (laughs) and uh And there was a backup last night, so the fucking room smells like shit. And I mean, and I mean, she, she's a, maybe that's why I'm sweating. We walked in here. Sebastian goes to the guy, Dom, don't worry. The sewer smell goes perfect with the cheese. Oh, God. Oh, so. Yeah, I think right. I think you caught a buzz off that one big glass of wine, know, and, and now you're making me feel sweaty because no, you're you, freaking me out. But I'm not sweaty. All right, well you got a t-shirt on, and I don't know. I got this silk uh, Cuban drape on me. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like I should be rolling cigars in Ebor City. <laughs> I should be rolling cigars. <laughs> Club in Ebor, Florida, and yeah, you're yeah. seeing those guys, you fucking rolling logs in the wind. That's god damn, you came over in a raft to do that all day. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, god. Oh, oh god. god. So, anyway, what time's the bowling team slot? <laughs> so, do you bring your own ball or you just go with the, with the clubs? Right? Oh, god damn. Ryan, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the call. Oh, is that the wine? That's the wine. Miss, we gotta talk to you about. No. <laughs> this ain't the wine, bro. This, this, this is down in here. Is this? Is this no, it? It's the wine they gave us yesterday. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> this guy's giving me yesterday's wine. <laughs> I just had a fresh bottle. Now this guy pulls out pulls it out of the fucking sewer. <laughs> <laughs> Spent the night in this in this room. It smells like shit. Well, yeah, while they were. There's this, this, this place overflowed last night. The sewer system just had to pump it all out. So, and this wine was <laughs> witness to it all. <laughs> but the cork was on. <laughs> this is the type of guy that would just go anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I lost something last week. You right. want some? Oh. How do you tie that tie? <laughs> do you just put? Oh, oh, oh that's so easy, bro. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, in the late, I don't know, late 80s, early 90s, the bolo tie was something that a lot of people were wearing to prom and what have oh, you. In Tijuana. No one was wearing this in Long I Island. I a couple guys that, really? that, that wore that. Yeah. This, well, you know what? Is there a story? That's it. Done. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to give it to the Mexicans to make an easy tie and tie. Is this Mexican? Is that right? When I keep calling it that? So, so. Is there Julio Chavez? Yeah, you're the type of guy that would have a story behind the yeah. The, like, what what what's the story behind the uh, what is that? An emblem? I got a friend who's got a Western uh, dressing shop in Austin. So the one thing when you get ready to go anywhere that you never worry about is somebody wearing what you're wearing where you <laughs> where you're going, right? <laughs> you don't really ever have to worry about that either, bro. Well, you think <laughs> <laughs> Man, you think anybody's looking like Manuel Noriega? <laughs> Did you start doing another button? I no, mean, no, I you got two left. I feel like it was an episode I was having oh. of a heat flash, right. and now I'm I'm cool. Okay, you know, so I mean, it's like, is this what I'm? Am I going through menopause? What the fuck is going on? I I, for three minutes, I was drenched, and now I'm okay. It's like, Jesus, oh. God, oh, damn. so. 
Yeah. Uh, as we sit here at the at the wine and cheese shop, we're gonna have uh, Bobby Lee coming in later awesome. on today. Right? Awesome. Um, which I did his podcast a couple weeks ago, which we saw him last night. And um, you know, last night he was up on stage doing his thing, and we've noticed some of the comedians nowadays like to show some of their body parts, right. whether it be uh, you know, Bobby was pulling his pants down last night, not showing right. anything right. provocative, but. You know, I'm just giving the audience a glimpse of whatever. What's your take on, uh, on uh, basically uh, what's become comedy striptease? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Now, is there a point ever that you would show anything? Like, I'm, I'm almost a little bashful. And, and, and I'll tell you, and, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm weighing about 10 pounds more than I should right now, right? Yeah, all right. And we're thinking about having a little pool party on Saturday, right? Yeah. I leave Friday. <laughs> <laughs> leave Friday or Thursday night? I thought you Thursday, Thursday night. Right. The human guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just want to make sure if yeah. I had to have yeah. you another night. <laughs> My pool party guests start arriving Friday morning. So, <laughs> what time's your flight? Get the fuck out. We got to turn the room over. <laughs> Checkouts uh, Thursday night for you. No, uh, you, are you taking a red eye? Yeah. See, with, with you, and, and it's funny, you're still on that red eye. I feel like you're a guy that loves a red eye, right? right. Why? You can't, you can't get home. Just get home. Just I like get, I like to get home to my family. Okay, yeah, so, so you you you'll go right and sleep. Oh, horrible! Yeah. yeah, awful sleep. Yeah. Get home exhausted. Right. Right. right, but as long as you're there with your family. Not well. The thing is, I want to I want to get home and hang with my family. So when I get home, I told Jack. She knows kid will be at camp. I'm gonna crash for a few hours. But flying, unless you fly privately, like like all these. Rich people like John Kerry, they get mad at him for firing privately. Uh, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't if they could? Stop lying. We all would. Flying is such a shitty experience, and there's so many delays in my head. I'm like, let's just get this fucking process started as soon as possible. Because <laughs> you ain't going to get me home on time anyway. So, you know, it just that's, that's all there is to it. And then when I get on the plane, the other thing, too, is like, when we're done, like, we'll be done Thursday night taping. So then any moment I'm there beyond that, I feel like you're looking at me like, <laughs> we're done. What are you still doing here? We're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I'll go, good night. Thank you. Great cast. And grab my, I might even have my bag next to me for the last. Yeah. Cast. I, this is the problem I got. And if I'm giving off that vibe, no, like, bro, we got in the car today and you made a video. Day two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a lot of the things i do is like oh you know like you know like you gotta, you gotta make it sound like oh yeah. you know if everything was happy right. we'll, we'll watch the water that. that's true i get out of the thing it's gonna be too is this fucking guy like, what, is there fighting going on right right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. but if i'm giving off any vibe that i don't want you at the house that's not what i'm trying to achieve you're, here right you're I'm, really I, not I mean, if you had, if you had to stay till Sunday, stay till Sunday. Just no, don't I, I, come out of your room. <laughs> <laughs> Take a walk. I got to know the hospitality is off the charts, even to the point like, you know, yeah, I want breakfast. You're bringing it to me. Like, you know, I'm I, I'm putting you out. I, I I really appreciate all of it. So, but no, no I yeah, I just go home because we're done. And and honestly, I also wanted to make this whole process as least invasive that's why i kept saying hey i'll stay in a hotel if that's better for you because i i like doing it face to face now too i want to keep doing this so if it's not too we're gonna we're gonna continue to do the in-person stuff right and i have to be honest with you and i don't want you to take this the wrong way all right yeah i didn't know until what is today when did you come out uh monday yeah I didn't know until Monday, 5 p.m., that you were staying at my house. Really? No. Because I'll tell you why. You <clears throat> told me, and Lana could vouch for this. Oh, yeah, I'll stay at a hotel. I don't want to bother you. Da, 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 da. I said, hey, you know, you're welcome to stay. Nah, no, no, I'll stay at a hotel. You know, I got to go my own space, this, that, and the other thing. 
And that's where I thought we left it, right? Right. So when Lindsay's like, okay, he's coming over. I said, well, he's, he's coming over. I thought he was staying at a hotel. Huh. I said, no, no, he's, he's, he's staying at your house, right? So, <laughs> which was fine. Right, right. But I don't, I must have missed the communication. You didn't. I, 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 when I was coming, I'm like, geez, did I have a tell him that I decided I'll take him up on that? No. I was <laughs> sure right And then I was like, well, I hope Lindsay told him. <laughs> and then I tried to call you on my layover and you didn't pick up. And I was like, I should probably just told him that. I still didn't. And then, yeah. Oh, man. No, no, no. no. But you didn't miscommunicate. Thank you. No, no, no. You it didn't miscommunication. I forgot to say, I'll take you up on that. Okay. But, which was fine. Thank which was fine. But I have to apologize. Your room that you're staying in was not properly reset for your arrival. All right. There's a couple things in the room that I generally like to have in there. As, as, well, to you it was. To me, I felt, uh, they have a little chocolate, but sign. Right? It's just like a little treat. Right. And then when you arrive, what I normally like to do is put like three three newspapers out. Los Angeles Times, Wall Street Journal, maybe USA yeah. Today, just in case you want to catch up on the news and relax on your arrival. I right. didn't have time to do that <laughs> right. because I was fucking scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> to, to put the sh- to put the sheets on the bed because my my in laws were staying in there that morning they left wow so we had to, we had to turn that around oh man pretty quick no 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 big deal I don't right. care right. but I was completely floored wow <laughs> <laughs> shit thank you for the no, I mean, I'm only saying this to you not not to. For any other reason, to fill up time on the phone. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, no, listen, I also understand, though. Um, having said that, it feels like you like to know things that, for the guests, that would be improved or not improved. Like, as a host, you seem to be into the, the notes of it all, right? If there's, if there's comments. Yeah. Everything is perfect, and the papers would have been dummy no good anyway. I don't read those ones, and I also didn't have the time. So thank you. It was awesome. However, uh, for future guests, a yeah. <clears throat> little dream to go with the, the only thing. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It's insane, though. I mean, it's no, really. No, 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 and right. I told you today, I'll tell you though. What, I'll tell you what. What, what, what. I took a mental note. I saw you, and I don't like anybody walking around my kitchen with, like, an empty going, do you, <laughs> right? like, do you got anything? Yeah, oh, fuck. You don't like the, the whatever we got. There, right? Oh, come on. But no, I took a mental oh. cream on there. Next time, I cream. <laughs> already took it in. <laughs> already took it in. But I was saying this morning, the accommodations are so nice that I feel is like a guilt. There's a feeling of guilt to be in such luxury, man. I, I mean, I don't know why it's guilty. You should like literally enjoy the time that you have you know like yeah we've been hanging out we've been doing this and whatnot and last night it's funny last night when i came home from the comedy store i was i was gone and then you were tired too and you would said like ah you know go to bed i'm just gonna hang out by myself and have a beer and whatnot but i wanted to like unwind myself and i'm like all right let me have another drink and then we'll just like hang out whatnot I wish I had another like two hours in me because I could have stayed out there till like twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning having a couple of cocktails. So I wouldn't have been here today. Yeah, yeah. No, we asked for that like a long time ago, <laughs> but <laughs> come on in, come on in. Tom, baby. Tom, here we go. We're talking about uh not nothing. Nothing to do with the cheese store. Dom. <laughs> I was asking Sebastian, he was saying this is, it goes at a chilled 58 degrees line about? Yeah, between 58 and 62. Who decides, though? Like, 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 if you just served that warm, who, who was the one? I served that warm, you wouldn't Really? Yeah, because red wine warm, like, you have to have, like, a slight little chill to it. What do you here, mean? In, here in America, we tend to drink our reds too warm and our whites too cold. I love really, really cold white and champagne, but I do like a little chill. Italian, when you grew up, your grandfather put the bottle of wine in it. It wasn't even like, if you asked him what kind of wine, he said red. And literally, they put it in this little jar, left it in the fridge, and that's where they poured the wine from. I, I, my father always drank room temp wine, no? Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
All right. So red wine should be in the fridge. No, 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 no. Uh, but red wine should have like a little, a slight little chill on it. Oh. And I think, I think, what'd you say, 58? Yeah, I said 58 yeah, degrees 58, around there. Like 52 around oh, there. Oh, all right. I like it chilled. I never have it chilled. Before you leave, two questions, and we're going to talk to you later on. But while we're talking about wine, what's your take on ice cubes in white wine? Nothing gets on my, makes my blood boil more than that. That's, and some people do it in champagne, too. Nah, it's a no-go. It's white trash. Well, I mean, my mom's all Irish, so, you know, she'll, she'll do the ice cube. And the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my mom will drink red wine, leave, leave the cork off, and just, oh, you like, ready for this? He puts a piece of tin foil over the bottom. Oh, wow. Tragic. Just tragic. <laughs> and it goes back to it like a few days later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just open it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, here, yeah. here, here. I asked, uh, I asked Fist for it. He whipped out oh, yeah. from the back that they were drinking last night. Now, what's your take on day-old wine? Is it, is it, what, do you drink it or no? I have a so, first of all, that was a bottle we couldn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> day-old, yeah. No, you can't. No. I wouldn't. Now, are certain wines more, uh, stronger than others, liquor-wise, alcohol-wise? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Some wines, some wines, like some of the California wines, like the cabs could be a little higher in alcohol. Uh -huh. Some, I mean, it just depends. Like some of the French wines might be a little bit lower, but yes. And to, for it to be a wine, I think it's like 18 or 19%. And then after that, it becomes a spirit. But yeah, they do have different alcohols for sure. White wines might be a little bit lower in alcohol. Red wines tend to be a little higher, but there is a range. Absolutely. There is, there is. There. I'll give you one more question. I know you're busy. Oh, it's opening day. What makes you think of it? <laughs> opening day, you've been open 50 minutes. In your head, are you happy with the amount of people that have come through the door in the first 50 minutes of the grand opening? Because to me and, and, and Pete, the way we equate it to is we put tickets on sale for our show, right? And within the first 50 minutes, you're looking at the ticket sales, and, and sometimes we go, wow, Jesus, only 20% sold? I thought 80% would have sold by now. What's, your, what's your, your take on the foot traffic coming in here? So I'm super satisfied, but I'm also one of those, like, I don't know, I get, like, worried about everything, kind of. So I'm just like, all right, should there be more people? I don't know. Sales are good. Mm -hmm. We're doing really well. I'm super excited about it. But also, too, like, people are ordering sandwiches, and what is it? Like, it's not even, like, 11 o'clock yet, right? I'm relatively very right. easy. That's good. Everything's good. The rent's going to be paid this month. Well, I didn't uh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for uh, the wine. Uh, thanks, thanks, Dom. Uh, we're going to take a little break here. All right. We're going to re-up, re, uh, re discuss, maybe do another podcast. Beautiful. This is the end of this particular podcast. Uh, like good hang, man. Good so, hang. Look at this. It, 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 what a show! We're really, all. This is unbelievable. And and if 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 uh, Lindsay knows what she's doing at all, she'll have this on the Food Network by next week. All right, I, a traveling yeah. road show. Yeah, with Pete and I going to every cheese store in America. Yeah. You pitch it as it's like the Stanley Tucci show, but funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheese and sewage. <laughs> Uh, we'll <laughs> see you next week. The show has ended. I know, uh, nah, nah, he goes. <clears throat> Ha 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 ha